Welcome to Mom Means Business, the podcast where we celebrate the incredible strength and resilience of moms who are turning their dreams into reality. With your hosts, Jamie and Jessica. This is more than just a podcast. It's your mom business meeting. So let's dive in, connect, and together let's show the world that mom means business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mom Means Business. We are going to launch right into our mom business meeting. I am feeling very Cuban, very spicy, have a lot to talk about. It could get a little crazy around here today, I think. Okay, well, lay it on me, Jessica. Um, I feel like I want to push victories and celebrations to the end. Okay, good idea, because I have to think on it for a minute. But that water cooler talk is hot, so meet me at that water cooler because I got a lot to say. All right, let's go. I know you've been like holding this in all week. We have to like keep things in when we talk on Marco Polo all week, and we're like, nope, 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 save it for the pod. Literally, and we actually were kind of like, okay, we have to figure out ways to talk about the things on Marco Polo. So we're not missing out on each other's lives for so long. <laughs> yeah. The good thing is, is that we have plenty of like um, uncensored content to speak about on Marco Polo. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. So have you noticed that people don't know how to drive these days? <laughs> I'm probably one of those people. No, I know that I'm one of those people. My car was in the shop this week and they put me in a... Um, I usually drive a, a Volkswagen Atlas and they put me in a Jetta and it was like an older <laughs> model than my car and it didn't have all the like beeps and blind spot and Jamie, like stop. Um, lane control. <laughs> I Use was a like, mirror. wow, I have to actually go back to my roots of like, how do you drive a, a vehicle? You have <laughs> to go back to your roots. You do it today. Jessica, have you driven a vehicle lately that doesn't have a backup camera? Um, I mean, I haven't. And I actually can't fathom uh, doing it. Well, what's funny is I don't even use my backup camera. Oh my gosh, you're one of those people. I am. I still do the reach around on the passenger seat. I turn my whole body. I use my mirrors. Oh, yeah. The backup camera for me is like when I'm backing up into a parking spot so I don't hit the car behind me. Or like when I park in the garage to make sure that my my backside's all the way in. That's great, Jessica. Good for you. (laughs) I should challenge myself to be like that. Oh, I can't handle people that cannot drive. So I put together some tips for you. Okay. Are you ready for my tips? Oh, oh, yeah. I'm excited for this. Okay. Driving tips 2023. Here we go. Stay off your phone. Like, let me just also say I'm talking to myself here too, because I have one of those clips that you put in the air vent, you know, and like my phone's like clipped up there. It's like, if I get a notification, it's like... I got to look at it right then and there, but I don't have to like you're driving. Just stay off your phone. It's really easy. Just stay off your phone. Like I've, I've toyed around with not having my phone on that clip because then I don't see all my notifications. So that's number one, stay off your phone. Number two, there are cars behind you. If you are turning, there are cars behind you. So like turn and hit the gas a little bit or like just remember that there are people behind you. If you stop, people behind you also stop. There are people behind you. And this is not on my current list, but I'm adding this, that there are also people beside you. 
this woman yesterday was coming into my lane. I didn't have anywhere to go. There was a median next to me. And she's like literally coming into my lane. And then she looks over at me and just waves. I was like, what is wrong with you, lady? Okay, stay off your phone. There are cars behind you. And stopping to stare me down if I've done something wrong or if you think I've done something wrong doesn't actually do anything. You know when people do that? You know, they're like, stop. (laughs) I can't stand that. I know. I cannot stand that. They stop and they turn their head and they look at you like they've just put you on timeout. But again, yeah, and sometimes like I've been um, like flipped off a few times and, and that ruins my entire day. I'm going to be honest. It does. It ruins it makes your me day. really sad. So don't do that. I made a mistake. I'm a human. Okay. Don't flip me off. I may, it legitimately <laughs> ruins my day. Okay. So as a recap, Jamie, I want everyone to tune into these tips. I keep saying them over and over. Stay off your phone. There are cars behind you. Don't put me on timeout. Turn around and stare at me. You're just holding up traffic. And here is the last one. Green means go. Makes sense. (laughs) You know, thinking about the phone thing, I am always really taken aback. I'm always taken aback when I see someone with their phone to their ear. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) Are you really driving your car? Like, what are you doing? Nobody does that anymore. It's weird. Nobody does that anymore. Yeah, like even you like have old in your car, car, right? Even old cars have Bluetooth, you know? But even if they don't, don't people put headphones in? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or like Bluetooth headphones of some yeah. kind? I saw someone doing it the other day and I was like, what are you doing? That's <laughs> that's like literally like just blatantly against the law in like the majority of states. Like what are you doing? Anyways, that's my two cents. I'm such a good driver. <laughs> You are the person that makes me have these tips. (laughs) I'm like trying to conduct business in my car like 24-7, no matter like where I'm at. I'm like, oh, checking my calendar, like scheduling meetings. No, stay (laughs) off your phone. That is rule number one. (laughs) If my kid is in the car, I do not do that when it is just me. I am much more, um, it's full on office mode. Because I drive so much in my job and I still have so much to do. So it's like I'm taking calls, like I'm doing meetings in my car all day and like I'm having to do some things on my phone. I know it's bad. Don't at me about this. Okay. But like also to an extent, you can still pay attention, right? So like here's my thing. Yeah. If I, I think I'm am- still doing a good job. Okay. Okay. I don't know how much I believe you, but Okay. <laughs> Kyle will tell you I'm really critical of how I drive, but Kyle will tell you that he thinks I'm like a pretty good driver. And I'm always like, wow. really? Okay. Well, that's your shoulder off on that one then. And Kyle is a really good driver. Like he's a much more cautious driver than I am. Like it, we're all very safe when we're in the car with Kyle. <laughs> Are you the passenger <laughs> driver that's like, park there. Don't yes, park there. What which is why doing? I just usually drive. Yeah. I usually drive. Same. Mm-hmm. And if they're – oh, here's another thing. This is not on my driving tips. But please learn how to parallel park. I watched someone pull into a parallel parking spot the other day. And I was like, you're stuck. Like now you got 10-point turn to get out and just learn how to parallel park. It's three turns. I'm on board with that. And especially with the technology in cars now, it is like really easy to parallel park. 
Right. So I think, just are use they your backup still, camera. Are they still <laughs> teaching it? And I guess like we learned how to parallel without all the technology. So we are like – like we are good parallel parkers, you know? Yes. I can parallel park like a champ. Yeah, me too. I feel that. Uh, we we just got this new rental on this um, one-way street that has parallel parking on both sides of the street. And it was funny because I've been having to parallel park on the left-hand side. Oh, yeah, Which, yeah, like, yeah. I don't do that often. So right. it's just, like, it's been kind of funny. Yeah, because I wonder if, as, like, if you're right-handed, you're more likely to, like, parallel park on yeah, the right-hand right, side. Yeah, the, the right-hand yeah. side feels so much more intuitive to me. Yes, me too. Me too. Okay. Okay, driving tips. Oh, I'm real hot about that right now. Okay, here's something that I am hoping you can give me some guidance on, and it has been so hard to hold this back on Marco Polo all week long. But I am ready to throw away my entire makeup bag. It's just like, let's go in on this. Okay, (laughs) I told you what I just bought. I sent you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want okay, to go first? I, I have uh, so many questions for you. Like, okay, okay. So, so Jamie just bought Merit, isn't it? Is that right? The Merit. Yeah, brand. and let me okay. preface. Let me preface that this is a conversation Jessica and I frequently have, and I have been doing like clean beauty, clean skincare for a very long time. Like, I check everything on the EPW. Um, that was my question. What yes. do you check it on? The EPW. Just like go to epw.org, okay. and you can type in any. Product. So, like, I wanted to buy – what did I want to buy recently? Oh, I think I wanted to get, like, a Kylie Jenner lip kit. And it's got, like, a four or five. And then I was looking at that Hailey Bieber, her new Rhodes line. And it, it's not as clean as I thought. And I also wanted to get that Selena Gomez um, liquid eyeliner, which was, like, a five or a six. So, it's, like, okay. everything is on a scale from, like if, – if you're EPW verified – that's like the cleanest a product can get. So like I use a lot of beauty counter and it is EPW verified. Okay, pause. EPW.org doesn't work. Okay, hold so on. So can you can you report back on that? Yeah, hold on, pause. Okay. Um the other thing is is like how does the scale work? Is it like one to ten? Sorry, one is good. EWG. I'm thinking oh. <laughs> of environmental protection work. Go to the EWG. Okay. Oh, I see. EWG. The Environmental Working Group. God, I'm so sorry, okay. everyone. It's ewg.org. Yep. And then you can you can check every single product. And then like the what is the scale? Okay. Um, so like I said, EWG verified would be like a zero. So that would be like this is the best it can be. And then like then it's one to ten. So ten, and they show it in like green to red. So they'll show the numbers. Like I ne- I don't even like to buy like three things that are threes. I like to stay in like the EWG verified and then ones and twos. Um, oh. And like a ten would be like your <laughs> no judgment. Um, <laughs> like fragrance dove body wash or like whatever probably like elf is probably like a six or a seven, I would bet. Like it's just it costs a lot of money to use clean skincare. So I have been using Beauty Counter for forever. I freaking love it. However, there are some products I cannot get and it bothers me. So I just bought the entire line of Merit. I like bought every product and I love it. It is. It has been so good. It's not as clean as Beauty Counter. I'll say that. But the diversity okay. in the product has been awesome. 
the di- and what do you when you say diversity in the product? What do you mean? Okay, so um, their mascara is a tubing mascara, which I had never used until now, and I really really like it. Um, it never. I've been doing like you know the lash lift and tint, um, and like when I have a fresh lash lash lift and tint, I don't feel that I need to wear mascara. But the tubing mascara does not ever clump. It makes your eyelashes look so natural. Um, and like I will get that like. Do you ever get that like black residue on the top of your eyelid um, throughout the day? A tubing yeah. mascara never does that. Yeah. And they do like the cream blush um, and it comes with like the best brush for blending. Like it has been amazing. So you like take this little – it's almost like a – remember those little like Eos egg lip balms? Yes. Yes. It looks like that and you like brush it on your cheek and then you blend it with this brush that they give you. And then they give mm-hmm. you like a highlighter stick um, – all the products of it, I, I use every single product. The whole idea is like Merit's entire thing is like natural beauty. So nothing looks like overly done. It's like five minute makeup and you look just like really put together and still very natural. So are you also using, because this is my other thing, it's like, are you also using their like um, face wash and? Mm, no. No. Okay. I still use Beauty Counter for all of that. Okay. Okay. Like I have the whole like beauty counter. I have like a five-step regimen that I do with beauty counter at night. With beauty counter? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So don't judge me. Okay. Don't at me. She's going to have all these kinds of faces. I can already see it. This is okay. – I mean this is a conversation we have frequently, so I'm I'm prepared. Yeah. Okay. My eyeshadow, I was thinking about it, and I'm pretty sure I've had it since college. Yeah. <laughs> Cringe. Cringe. (laughs) Also, I'm still using Neutrogena. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just look that up real quick. Okay. (laughs) Let's just do a little, what is it, like a cleanser? Um, It's makeup. It's like a bronzer. Oh, God. And a blush. What? And you've had that since college? Oh, gosh. Yeah, probably since I got married. Oh, Lord. Which I've been married 11 years. So the Neutrogena Hydra Burst, like if you're buying that, their highlighter stick, do you have their highlighter stick? No, I have their blush. Because their Hydra Boost Illuminator is only a one. Which is good, right? Very good. Green. Ones and twos are green. Okay. How Neutrogena you, how, blush. How are you searching? Like I'm on the website. I cannot figure out how to search. Oh, okay. Hold on. Okay, it looks like most of their blush is like a four, which is a moderate hazard. <laughs> well, you put it like that. <laughs> okay, so just just put this in your search. Put like EWG Neutrogena. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. And then that'll take you to like their general search function. Okay. Like click on the first one and then you'll see a search bar at the top. Okay. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I do this oh. for literally everything, like Rory's hair products, like – Really? Like, mm-hmm. like if I'm at the store on the aisle, I'm like checking it because I've been buying that. Um, uh, what's that thing that Target's labeling as clean beauty? We buy them the under eye package. Pixie. Uh huh. Pixie, like Target is labeling it as um clean, but it's uh-huh. like a four, which is fine. I mean, Neutrogena is low hazard, like a two. That's yeah, terrible. Yeah, a that lot of it is. That doesn't make me feel bad. This is so funny. Native, I feel like, is another one that's, like, so greenwashed, where Native is, like, only 10 ingredients or less, and then they're, like, fours and everything. 
So I also use, is it CeraVe? Oh, yes. It's a five. Yeah. Jamie, that's I know. a five. I know. You're going to like be on a bender, like go through all your products and put them in there. Oh <laughs> You're going to be like God. throwing things in a garbage bag. <laughs> the cleanser that I use is actually only a three, which I guess is not terrible, but jeez. I know. And like, don't cite this. Like, this is not cited information. I heard somebody say it. Um, and it was totally someone working for like a um, freaking what's it called? The chain things like Arbonne and um, oh yeah, like is it MLM? Yeah, is like your skin is your largest organ, and it takes like ten to twenty seconds for anything you put on your skin to absorb to your bloodstream. Yes, I yeah, and like because we have kids. If you rub on your kids, then it's on them too. And so then they're getting the absorption as well. So that's what really like just stopped me dead in my tracks because I'm always giving Evelyn Mm -hmm. kisses Mm -hmm. and loving on her. And she likes when I wear my lip gloss and she's like, kiss my whips, kiss my whips. (laughs) So she gets it too, you know? Here's some poison for you, Evelyn. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to just dump it out, I think. I I mean – yeah, I need to start fresh. Regardless of if it's clean or not, it's not clean because I've had it for so long. Exactly. Get rid of all of it. Start over. And it's also like a really good feeling because you have so much like crap in your makeup bag that you're like, when is the last time that I wore this? When I will is the say, last we time do you have cleaned that. your brushes? You know, have you thought about that? I do it like – well. Every Jamie, time I, I do it, like I I put soap and water on my eyeliner brush every day of my life that I use it. Oh my god! <laughs> of course you do. My of one course. bad thing is my you know that sparkle eyeshadow that we use for like I use it for like concerts and Peloton and like that I don't even know that I buy I bought that on Amazon and I'm that sure it's stuff took. Three days. Yeah, to it come lingers. Off. Yeah, it is like the caked sparkle. You guys know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Like caked. Like you oh are God. sparkling. You have sparkles on your face for literally like three or four days. They were just like, like I would look down in my shirt and I would have sparkles mm-hmm. on my shirt for my eyes three days later. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that is correct. We wore okay. it to Beyonce and it was like very on brand for Beyonce, but yeah, not for was. work the next day. Um. Okay, well, I'm going to start over. I feel like I need just like a – Do Merit or do Beauty Counter. Both are so good. I mean, I also need to just like – So I, w- I want to just like have one line for everything. Yeah. Like for like face cleansing, yes. like a whole nighttime regimen. I want it to be like one line, makeup, one line. Done. Yep. Because I just feel like the efficiency of that is just – I agree. Really nice. I, I know agree. what I'm getting myself into. <laughs> Man, this is where I'm like, I love being in my 30s because I just feel like I've figured out so many important things like makeup and hair and skincare and what clothes look good on me and like just can't say enough about the 30s. 30s are good. 30s are good. Okay. I have one more thing. And then I guess if you have a list. No, I don't. (laughs) I'm I'm just riding on your list. You're not feeling hot about anything. I'm just, I'm the Cuban spice today. That's it. I don't feel like I've had time to feel hot about stuff this week. I'm like flying by the seat of my pants. Like I feel like I've oh. been 24-7 just like work, work, work. It's been- I'm going to get you hype about something. So now I have okay. two things on my list. Okay. okay. Um, second to last thing is I 
sorry, three things. Second month, I'm doing a November gratitude calendar. Mm, don't you always do that? Yeah, I do some like variation of it, but um, the, I found this one. I will link it um, on Instagram, but I found this one and I really love it because it is, I have it right here, a kindness and gratitude calendar. And it's like, just complete what feels natural and do the things that you have access to. Um, and so it's not like a, you have to do the things every day. Sometimes for me, that's really overwhelming because I feel like I have, it's like one more to do on my list and I don't always have time for that. But this is very much just like, when you have a minute, do it. And so one of them is um, put a, like a positive note somewhere in public. So I put a, like a pad of post-it notes in my purse and a pen. And I've just been like writing Aww, notes and cute. leaving them everywhere. I so like anyway. when I see stuff like that. Like it always like, like if I'm like in the Target bathroom and someone put like a sticky note on the mirror, like I just, I really like that. That's cute. Me too. Me too. So anyway, doing some of that. Um, and then also Robin Arzon from Peloton, she usually does a three miles or 30 mm-hmm. minutes in December, like mm-hmm. a, a whole thing for 31 days. Oh, I thought it was November. No, but I'm doing it in November. Yeah. Because December always feels so much to me. It is. And November so, is so much more chill than December. So I'm doing it. Yeah. And I'm really excited. I, gosh, I ran three miles, like full transparency. It was terrible time for me. Like it was 29 minutes and 50 seconds. It took me to run three miles. So my goal is to like at least shave a minute off of that by the end of the month, but I'm really excited. I love doing this kind of stuff just to like see my progress. Um, I've been focusing a lot on strength and so it'll be nice to just shift to something else. And here is where I think Jamie's going to get on board and feel energetic. Are we going 1989? We're going 1989. All right. That has been the high of my of my week was the 1989 Taylor's version release. I didn't sure. realize. Well, it until, was last week, but. Well, so last night, uh, Allie Love, we're Pelotoners. If you don't know this already, we are avid Pelotoners. Ellie um, Love had a 1980 ride, 1989 Taylor Swift ride last night for 30 minutes. We did that. And she shared that Taylor released this album because now she owns her own music. And I was like floored, blown Jessica. away. So you're one of those people that Allie was like, if you don't know this. Yes, that was me. Jessica, you know she's been doing that with every single album. So this was like her seventh one. That's nope. Taylor's version. Like to- nope. like because Scooter Braun owns all of her music. And so the <clears> whole <throat> thing has been like she's getting it back one album at a time. While she's touring, let me just say, this is emotional for me to like, it's almost emotionally exhausting because I've been having this conversation with so many people this week to like, for me to talk about Taylor Swift is emotionally exhausting because I love her so much. And I could just talk about this all like, I can't explain it. It is weird. Like, well, you saw, so last night after this ride, I, I texted Jamie and I was like, wow, like I almost shed tears over that ride. Because the, like, I am woman, hear me roar side of her that, like, I feel so deeply with Beyonce, I was like, okay, okay, Taylor. Yeah, like, and, like, at every show I ever go to, it's just immediate tears. And I think for me and for, like, the other Swifties that I go to shows with, it's, like, 17 years of music. And, like, what were we doing 17 years ago? It was, like, the height of our hormones. Like, it was so emotional. We were breaking up. We were – 
like doing all these things for the first time that were very emotional. And like, I, I have so many memories that I like, I can think of specific Taylor Swift songs, like blasting in my car, like long live after a breakup. Or like, I remember in my sophomore year of college when my best friend Kelly broke up with her boyfriend and we were like, it was December and we would like blast back to December, like right when that album came out. And it's like, it is just, it's emotional. She's been in my life, like the lyrics for 17 years. She's also been a part of this podcast. I think we talk about Taylor Swift in every episode. I so. know, I know. And I like for mom jams, I'm like, well, all I've been listening to is 1989 <laughs> Taylor's version. So that's it. I mean, I was jamming last night on that ride. I was like, oh my God, I know a lot more Taylor Swift songs than I thought. Yeah, was, well, like, 1989 singing. was like iconic for sure. I'm gonna I, do the I'm gonna do the Cali 30 minute 1989 strength today. I'm excited. Okay. All right. Well, and then the other thing about Allie is that her husband, which you were like, I didn't even see him there. Anyway, her husband was there and she was just like in her feels, like you could tell that she wanted to cry and he was just smiling at her, like just, you know, the husband of a Swifty. The husband of a Swifty. So cute. It was so cute. Anyway, if you haven't taken that ride and you're a Peltoner, you should do it. Also, about Peloton really quick and then we can move on. Um, I don't think that they do a good job to help people understand that like you don't have to have a tread or a bike. Do you know how many people I talk to and they're like, oh, I don't have a bike. And I'm like, but you don't have to. You can just have the app. You can like take walks outside. You can take runs outside. You can do strength. You can do yoga. You could do meditation. Anyway, so you don't have to have a bike. You can just have the app. And You're it's welcome, like really, Peloton. and it's like really cheap. If you, it's like, yeah, I think it's like $13 like a month. Yeah, it's yeah. so cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. That's all I have for water cooler. I was feeling really, really hot over that. Um, okay. Let's, let's go into mom jams. Cause I think like we can just knock that out and then we can move into some business chatter, which I'm very excited about. Okay. What are you jamming to? <laughs> Taylor Swift. Okay, but an extension of that is like, okay, I went to the Reputation Tour five years ago when I was like seven months pregnant or so with Rory. Mm -hmm. And like Reputation was insane. And I think, Jessica, the best thing I can compare it to was kind of like the Beyonce Tour because when you only focus on one album, it's so epic and like the the scenes and everything, whatever. So I've been rewatching the the Reputation Tour on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And um, so I've been listening to like, in addition to 1989 Taylor's version, I've been like, re-listening to reputation like honestly on repeat because i've been like so inspired by re-watching that tour i love that i i'm gonna add that to my list because yeah, after last night i feel so like i good. need to commit okay um i like this have you heard the song calm down tune day plays it in like all of her all of her classes. i have not taken tune day in forever there's a song called calm down i don't know who sings it but it is like almost like an Afro beats. Ah. Uh, um. Anyway, it says Selena Gomez sings it, but I don't think that's true. Rema, R E M A. Anyway, yeah. it is a really great song. Love okay. it. It has a good beat to it. Put it on the radio. I mean, on your Spotify. Don't put it on the radio. Oh, it <laughs> says it's in my library. Oh, so I must have added it from Peloton. It's a bop. It's a bop. okay. Noted. Okay, let's move into our business chatter. Um, So I think last time we left off with uh, 
that the fact that I had gone to this ethics seminar and one of my takeaways was more of like a, um, not that I didn't know this, but uh, to be able to share with other people in my line of work, but that people, business owners want to do business with good people or ethical people, people who have integrity. And so I think we, we ended on potentially saying like, be a good person and do the right thing. But that can be hard sometimes in your business because there's a threshold, right? Like to an extent you have to make money. And so like, what is that boundary for you? What does that look like? What kind of business owner do you want to be in your company, right? Like, I mean, I would hope ethical and have integrity, but to what extent? And, um, you know, I think Jamie had talked about in her rentals that she has, we just went down this whole conversation about makeup and good products. And so she's making sure that that is actually in her rentals and in her short-term rentals for people to use because that is something true to her. Um, I mean, I just kind of think it would be like unethical from a, like a values perspective for you to be like, and here's Dove soap. (laughs) I would never literally over my dead body. (laughs) No shade to anyone doing that. But if you know me, like it, you won't see it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, and no shade to anybody that's doing that. But I, like I said, like it would be unethical for Jamie in her personal values to do that. And um, I don't know. I think it's really easy to say, like, be a good person. Um, so another thing that we talked about is having an ethics statement for your company. So so much like we create vision statements and um, – like values and things like that. Also creating an ethics statement so that everyone in the public and your employees know what your company stands for as it as it relates to ethics. And so that's something to consider. You can certainly look that up. Um, there are lots of models for ethics statements out there and adopt one that speaks to you. I think that's really important, especially as you get started. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Sydney and I had dinner the other night and we were actually talking about that. Like we were, um, we had been looking at this building that we wanted to purchase and a lot of people wanted to purchase it. And, uh, there are just a lot of ways to make a deal happen. Yeah. A lot of different ways to make a deal happen. And it kind of got into a sticky situation and we were just kind of like, no judgment. People get in desperate situations where like they are really good people, but you just want something to happen. So so, so badly. And that's just not always comfy for people on both sides of the deal. So, um, yeah, I think that's hard. Like, that's such a good example because, you know, some people really want things so badly that they will go to any length to get it. Right. And I just want to circle us back to like, maybe sometimes you just have to slow down and ask about like, what is the why? Because maybe you don't have to do these crazy things to get the deal. Have you watched Beef on Netflix? No, writing it down. Yeah, that is such a good example of this. She's like this, the the main character is like this big wig business owner. And she's just like, she's so close to selling her business. This is a huge business that she's selling. Like she will walk away very comfortable for the rest of her life. She has a small child. And like the way that she will do 
anything. She can like see her life without this business in it and like the way that she will do anything to close this deal and and like get rid of it. I think I don't know. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a beautiful story. It was honestly very relatable. <laughs> well, let me let me tee you up, Jamie. Why was it so relatable? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you guys, being a business owner is a freaking hard. God, it's, it's so hard. Um, oh my gosh, sometimes every single day is like I am climbing up a mountain where I can. I don't know when I'm ever gonna see the top. Oh <laughs> uh, my my um carriage house business partner and I we just have been trying to sell the, our property management company in Cape Charles for a very long time. And we had like, oh my gosh, we had so many holdups and delays. But like finally this past Monday, um, we are free of it. And it was like not quite the deal that we wanted because a few things went wrong. But like it was very ironic for me because I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like we're done. Like seeing myself removed from those properties was like, it, it was such a relief. But it was funny because at the same time, I had acquired an like nine new properties from a management company in town, like for be still getaways. And I was like, what? Why am so I? So you get rid of <laughs> some and then you take on more. And I'm like, explain to me how that works. <laughs> like what? What am I doing? But like, it's been good. Offload this and I can, now I have capacity for more. Yes. No. So hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, no, but it's so good because these ones are in town. This company was way too far away. I couldn't have my hand in it. And this is so good because it's like right in my wheelhouse. And it's been, you know, challenging. Obviously, like taking on someone's brand as you're like taking someone's else, uh, someone else's operation system and taking it into yours is, oh my gosh, it's been, it's been so hard. But I also want to. I want to clarify something you said that like there were a lot of things that went crazy with um, the carriage house sell, uh, but they were out of your control. Oh, yeah. So that's the thing that I think is really challenging when you do stuff like this, right? Even the acquisition, like there were things that I don't even think you could have predicted where happened. Um, and same thing with the sell, like they, they were things that like, you had zero control over however they affected you as a business owner. Yeah, we were just along for the ride. We were like, well, didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Guess we'll uh, just roll with it. And I'd be like, well, Jessica, you're running another payroll. Oh, Jessica, run one more payroll. Okay, Jessica, seriously, this is the last payroll. <laughs> yes, I think she's marked me like three times in the last few days. Like, hey, we can run the last payroll. Can you and, like, run the last legitimately, payroll? Like, it's legitimately done, you know? <laughs> no, I, I think that's really interesting. Like, how you said, like, I it was so nice to see those properties go. And in the same week, I onboarded the same amount of properties. More. Double. <laughs> Double. I know. I know. I had to hire – we have to talk about this off off the pod, but I hired another W-2 employee to help because it's like it's – A just lot. So, Yeah, it's a lot. But it, it's yeah. – like I said, it's established and it's good. Things are going well. But at the same time, we're also doing like two software changes. I'm like, I, this is – why do I – a software change is not low key. It's insanely hard, especially when like you have a large business. Like a software yeah. change is like, what are we doing? But yeah. Um, 
Okay, I have a question though. So you you said you offboarded this business, and but you took on double. Is it the same feeling? Like, do you still do, do you feel the same way you felt about Carriage House as you feel about taking on these new properties? No, this feels easy, and it feels like easy. But it's like, okay, if you know downtown Stanton, which you probably don't. Well, Jessica does, but. It's a very small town. Like I could, like I have like 40 properties within a mile radius. And so it's easy for, we're almost like a sponge in that area. We're like, come, come into our biome. Like, <laughs> like we will absorb you. It, it feels like an absorption of like, oh yeah, this is very like natural and fluid. So it right. has not been a tipping point in the way that Cape Charles was. Cause like, for example, I felt so bad, but like the day that the acquisition happened, the new owner was emailing me being like, hey, the lock is offline at uh, one of the beach houses. Um, Do you have a hard key? I was like, no. And he was like, is there a lockbox, which property management 101, always mount a a lockbox with a hard key on the outside, even if you have an electronic keypad to set yourself up for success. And I did a lot of things, a lot of things that are the bottom line for me and my business here in this area, I did not duplicate in Cape mm-hmm. Charles Escapes because I physically couldn't because I was right. not there. And I had mm-hmm. a different – I had somebody on site, my boots on the ground. And I'm like, of course, that's this ha- – It's that is almost the kiss of death when you acquire a new company because the exact same thing happened to me. The weekend I acquired these new units, the guest messages me and is like, hey, our keypad is unresponsive. I was like, no worries. There's a lockbox outside. Here it is. Here's the here's the code to get in. He goes, just opened it. There's no key in it. I was like, oh, good. So you no have a lockbox. No problem. But the beauty is it of it is I'm like, great. We live 10 minutes down the road. So I sent maintenance. They replaced the they replaced the 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 batteries in the lock. And then I was like, go make three copies of that key, which we found in another lockbox. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like an ease of access and like right. having, we have the the manpower and the employees to be able to like make an acquisition like that happen mm-hmm. versus like a company that I live three hours away from is so much harder. And it's a, it, you have to go on this big long bridge to get to Cape Charles. So it's like all my employees were in Virginia beach like uh, nobody lives in Cape Charles. Like yeah, it's like a commuting, yeah, like a vacation. It's place. a vacation town, and people don't yeah. live there year round. So it just was like everything was always so hard. You got to pay a sixteen dollar toll to go across the bridge. It's just like oh boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that's gone done. But I am going to add to our list of business chatter topics to talk about acquisitions. I think that's really important. You said a lot of things here, like you know having. Um, like being accessible to the new company, like that's really important. There's going to be things that go wrong. And so like, if you're not there. That's right. That's a um, nice thing to be able to do. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do it the way you want to do it, right? Like if you yeah. want to do it well, it's a nice, it's a nice to have. <laughs> yeah. And that's when it's so nice to have like an operations manual to just be like, and here you go. Godspeed. Yeah. Gosh, Godspeed. Make it happen. Do the work. Here's the manual. Follow the steps. I know. And and next week, Jessica, I want to talk about like business insurance so bad because I am like, I'm going through that right now. And yes. I, it's a lot of things. Yeah, we will. Okay. Business insurance. Okay. I want to move into um, 
news in the biz world. And this article I came across where this woman in Virginia, this is also why it floored me. Um, So a woman in Virginia was fired for suspicion of contraband because she wore a tampon at work. Okay. So, um, This woman was hired as a dental hygienist at the Virginia Department of Corrections, where they have to do like a a security scan to enter the center. Okay. And the scan produced an abnormal image um, displaying an object in her lower body cavity. And so they thought that she was like smuggling contraband into the facility. And she explained to them that she was wearing a tampon and... Like later in the day, they had her come back for a second scan. It didn't show the same object, probably because she changed her tampon. (laughs) (laughs) This is mind blowing. Are people not going in there like on their periods? What is happening? I don't know. I I get it though that that is a place where you would smuggle things into a jail. I understand. Well, because if you read that book, The Many Lives of Mama Love, I have it on my list. Oh, she talks about that. So you're probably so, so you're probably just is that the rule? You just can't wear tampons into the prison? Well, no, they're they're supposed to be able to. So she, um, let's see. So they they explained that she had replaced her tampon with another protection after using the restroom. So maybe she had a pad on or something. Um, and then she went to. They made her go to the bathroom, put a tampon in, and scanned her a third time. And she was like. No, so she uh, was then fired by her company because she was probably contracted by. Like, did she work for the corrections facility, or Mm -hmm. or like they contracted like a dental company to go do this? Uh, It says she worked for the for the Department of Corrections. I'm just like they have to have a policy for that. They have to have like attorneys and stuff coming in that are like on their periods wearing tampons unless that's like a rule of the prison. I, it might have been like the type of tampon she was using too, you know, oh, maybe like a like, diva cup or something like I I don't know, like it might have been a, like an odd one that shows up differently. Anyway, obviously it's going to court because that is wild. Keep us posted. I want to yeah. see how that ends up. Yeah. So, anyway, I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Um, I will post that link too so that you all have it and can read about it if you so choose. Okay. Okay. Um, It takes a village. I have two things to talk about here. Okay. One is I was talking to my friend the other day and she says motherhood or like being a mom is a very lonely calling. And like I've letting I've been letting that like sit with me for a little while. And I was like, it is because we have this section that call that's called It Takes a Village. Because we feel so alone sometimes as moms. And it's like, you know, I, I was like kind of talking to my mom about it. And she's like, Well, it's because you have so much to do as a mom that like you just do the things. And you don't really have time to talk about them. You just like are doing them. And then once you've done them, to go back and talk about it is like more energy. And so it's hard because you feel alone. Yeah. And it totally is what you make it. And that's like, 
I love 2023 and I just like love the generation that we live in because I feel like we are very vulnerable and real in our friendships. And it's like surrounding yourself by people that are like understand you and that you can trust and be vulnerable with and that listen to you and lift you up is like, like so important. Uh, there was a time where women didn't talk about that stuff, but you and I, I love when you're like, when you tell me about like tantrums that I love when my friends tell me about tantrums that their kids had. I'm like, Ah, I just feel very validated in that, you know? (laughs) It's just nice to just, like, be real and hear about it. That is true. Like, yes, I I also enjoy that when my friends are like, oh, yeah, well, I did this. Yeah, because you see a version of something when you're like, you know, and obviously our children behave differently in different situations, but to, like – Oh, I just like love when moms talk about that. I'm like, oh man, yeah, what a little, (laughs) you know what? Same. (laughs) Yes, that was me yesterday, today, an hour ago. (laughs) I know when Jessica will say something, I'm always like, so describe that. When you said she was misbehaving, what was she doing? (laughs) Jamie will be like, explain sassy to me. Yeah, like I want to know. (laughs) I want to know. It's helpful. <laughs> well, so along those same lines, like I just I, I think I said this before, but I just feel so grateful to have like a really strong mom group in my neighborhood. And so um I think we kind of left you last time that I was gonna host this party called Lunch and Learn, but we we're gonna come and like come together and give tips on how we make lunches for our kids. And it was so fun. And I learned so many things because we also got down the path of like, where do you grocery shop? What do you Mm. like? Do you do it in bulk? And actually, some people were like, I do it in bulk, but I don't put it all out. So like I save some because, you know, they get sick of the, the same snacks. And so they were like, we just put some away and then we just cycle through all the snacks that we have that we bought in bulk. And I was like, genius. Why didn't I think of that? Interesting. That's so funny. Yeah. So anyway, it was really great. We all shared these kinds of stories that we're talking about, like, you know, that the kids just won't eat certain things or Mm -hmm. they get upset over crazy stuff. And you're like, what is happening? What Mm -hmm. are we doing? Uh, They stayed until 1130 at night. Oh, my gosh. On a Monday. Were you like, please go home, you guys? I'm exhausted. Yeah, I did say that at some point. And... They laughed at me. Like, we like, need to go, go to sleep. Bed. You're like, yeah. I'm usually asleep by 930, you guys. Literally. <laughs> my kids are going to wake up any minute. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was great. Um, find your village. God, I can't say that enough. I'm going to mm-hmm. say every episode because I just – like it's so important. Yeah. So important. I feel like I have different things that I get from each of my friends and being like, you know, when I'm with this friend, she fills my cup in this way or, you know, and I just – that's true. So important to that prioritize too. that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Jamie, you have anything burning? Last, nothing, last call. Nothing burning. You um, you brought all the burn, Jessica. It was easy for me to ride <laughs> off of it. <laughs> okay, well, hopefully I'll take it down a notch next time. But <laughs> No, please don't. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a wrap on your mom business meeting. That's a wrap on today's episode of Mom Means Business. We hope you enjoyed this empowering conversation and found inspiration to fuel your journey as a mom and entrepreneur. We'd love to hear your thoughts, stories, and suggestions at the Mom Means Business podcast at gmail.com. Net with us on social media, share your experiences, 
and let's continue this incredible journey together. Thank you for joining us today and being a part of our Mom Means Business community. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, balancing your life, and remember, you are unstoppable.